Hello and welcome to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened. I'm your host, Samantha Fay, and with me, as always, is my dear friend, Denise Carell. We're going to talk about ways to kind of jumpstart your energy so that you can go into this new year with the highest, most positive vibration possible. I don't know about you, Denise, but this new year has started off kind of rocky for me. The eclipse energy was a little weird, and I'm starting to have these thoughts of, oh crap, is this how 2020 is going to go? I definitely agree. There's been a density. It's been a little heavy. It's been a little bit rocky. And from everything I've understood, we're releasing, we're letting go of past habits, we're breaking karmic things. But throughout all of that, I've still had this this lovely thread of optimism that this is going to be a good year. But I think the the show that we're doing today is going to help all of us realize that we can switch it and move in a new direction. Yeah, I do too. And and I think maybe it's just residual from 2019 kind of, you know, slapping us around before it finally heads out. But just as an example, this past week, I have woken up every day to either pee or diarrhea from my sickly dog. So please keep little Lily in in your prayers, everyone, because she's still not doing so well. And so every morning, there's a little surprise. I put diapers on her every night. It doesn't matter. She gets out of them. Denise, you recommended the onesie clip thing to me. It's on order. I am so excited for that to come in. Um, But then you guys know, I think I shared on the show that my mom is sick. She fractured her back. So I'm taking care of her every day. And I was working nonstop on Friday and she kept calling me and I'm like, crap, I've got to call her back because, you know, it could be an emergency. She's, she's on her back. She's in this special chair. So I finally call her back after she, be- she beeped in like two or three times and I'm like, mom, what's wrong? Do I need to come over there? Yes, I am out of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm on my way with this emergency cigarette run. <laughs> I pick up my youngest from school on Friday and she's like, science fair is due Monday. We have to go to the store and get the tri-board and the stickers and the this and the that. And it was just one thing after another all day Friday. And I thought, holy shit, if this is going to be my 2020, I don't even want to think about it. And then my... (laughs) My oldest daughter asked me to go to full moon yoga with her at this new yoga studio she's been going to. And so I'm like, sure. So we go and we're checking in and the woman checking us in is like, oh, you're new, Mrs. Faye. You haven't been here. And I said, no, I tend to practice at home. And and she said, well, we've really enjoyed having Olivia here. And And she just went on and on, Denise. She said, I want you to think about this. It's a Friday night and your daughter has registered and invited you to do yoga with her. Oh, And I thought, you know, I do need to shut my complaining, whining ass down and just focus on the beauty of small blessings. Well, really, that's a big blessing, but you know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. Where, where I am right now and traveling and all those things, I'm seeing a lot of people that look, I mean, this, is, this sounds judgy and I don't mean it that way, but I'm just very observant and people, I'm in a very warm, well, I'm down in Florida, we know this. And, but I'm watching a lot of people who have retired, but they've stopped their life. They've just, they, they're going through the motions. They're on the loop tape. And it has, very similar to what you're saying, it's been this, this huge uh, wake up, this little, you know, nudge of the fragility of how, how you spend your life. You know, as far as 
are you embracing it? Are you making the most of it? Are you stepping up? Or are you just kind of letting the days go by on the calendar? Yeah, you know what I call that? I call that shampoo phase where you're just right. on rinse, rinse and, and repeat, repeat and you don't ever want to get into that mode. No, and equally I'm seeing some very vibrant, uh, you know, wonderful in, involved people. And, and it's, it's always odd when you're traveling and you're by yourself is that you see things through a different periphery than you may if you're actually involved in a community. Right. So. But I think we have to be mindful that our energy, our vibration, our experience, our response to what we're experiencing is ultimately up to us and no one else. So I can't control that my mom needs me every day to buy her cigarettes. <laughs> no. I can't control that my dog is peeing and pooing wherever she wants this week while she's on this awful medication. I can't control that my kids forget that projects are due at the last minute. I can't control any of that, but I can control my energetic response to it. And I can reframe the lens through which I view all of that. Oh, the other thing I forgot to tell you, Denise, we're having beautiful weather here where I live. And I'm like, oh, this is so great. I'm going to open up my sunroof. So I hit the little button. I open my sunroof. That's lovely. I come home into my garage. I go to close the sunroof. Nope, it's broken. Oh. And we have rain every day this week. Oh, no. I know. So I have to change out a fuse or something. I don't know. Hopefully YouTube will save me. Mm -hmm. But little things like that, I feel, can weigh you down and wear you down. And that's why we thought today we would focus on some tips to help raise your vibrations and keep you up and focused and positive and bright so that when those little niggly things happen that just kind of pull you down, you can power through it and come at those with the best response possible. So my first tip that I'd like to talk about, Denise, is pay attention to your thoughts. Because each thought you have carries a vibration. Any negative thought we have, like complaints or criticizing ourselves or judging ourselves or judging others, is going to lower your vibration. And Denise, you and I were talking on the phone this weekend, and I had told you that I've started this thing recently where every hour I will just kind of pause in what I'm doing, and I will try to tune into my thoughts below my thoughts. And, and what I mean by that is you can be doing something. I'm answering emails. I'm calling this person back. I'm walking the dogs. But below that conscious thought is another thought process. And I have been working really hard to tune into that thought process below my conscious thoughts. And it has been really eye-opening in terms of where, I am, where my attention is going throughout the day. I, I absolutely love that because I think it's a useful tool we all can do because it's, it goes back to what we talked about with the power of the pause. You take that second to just redirect yourself. What I've been noticing too is if I'm getting worked up, driving through heavy traffic, people being rude, um, myself being judgmental about a situation, physically I'm having such a strong reaction like an upset stomach or tension in my neck or I, I, so many times I have instinctively like put my hand on my heart because I'm feeling, feeling that unrest. And it's interesting. And we've talked about this in other shows, how our body will let us know if we're in the right place emotionally. Yeah. So I and think I, that's a similar, similar thing that we're, we're talking about that we're both going through. We're just processing it a little bit differently. 
I agree. And I think some of us are really good at ignoring those body messages. You know, like, oh, I, my, my boss has been on my case all day and I have a headache. Huh. <laughs> There's a right. connection there. But sometimes we just don't see it. And so taking that moment every hour or three times a day at least to just tune in and think, what am I really thinking about? What am I really feeling? How is my body responding to this? Where is my attention going? That's going to clue you in to are your thoughts leaning toward the negative worry, anxiety, fearful, or are they leaning towards the positive? And if you find that they're leaning more towards the worry and the negative and the fearful, don't just dismiss it and don't Pollyanna your way over it. Like, oh, it's all going to be fine. Because I feel like when we try to bury those negative emotions that way, they tend to get stronger. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a good idea to sit with those thoughts and give them the attention they need, write them down, talk them out, and tell them you're not actually true. You know, right. this, this fear is not actually true. And maybe some of your fears are true. And then you can look at that and say, okay, yeah, that is pretty scary. What can I do about it now? And if the answer is nothing, say, go to sleep, little fear. I'll worry about you and I can do something about you. But if there is something you can do about that fear, then take a step towards fixing that or helping that fear along. Don't ignore it. That's a really good point because my default and a lot of people I know their default position, if they start feeling queasy or upset, it's that immediate zero to 60 with, oh, I hope I'm not getting the flu. I wonder if I'm getting a cold. I hope that this isn't something more. But if you, when you get that initially, if you step off that, that rail for a minute and just say, okay, what else is going on around me? Sometimes you can circumvent that going full speed ahead. And yeah. I'm, obviously, and we always have to do the disclaimer, neither one of us are medical people we don't have medical degrees. There isn't, you know, medical advice, but just paying attention to your body is, if, if you have something really physically wrong, please don't say, oh, I, well, emotionally I'm upset. I'm not going to deal with it. That's not at all what we're saying. No, no. It's just, it's a holistic response where you look at everything, not just right. the physical response, but everything behind it. Another really important thing, and we talked about this in another show, to raise your vibration, to raise your frequency, is, is audio frequency and how every muscle in your body is in a state of vibration. So that kind of links with what we were just talking about of paying attention to your body or paying attention to those frequencies. So we, again, we did do the show in the past, but Samantha has some really cool stuff to add on to that. Yeah, I was doing some research on cymatics, which I wish we had mentioned a little bit more of this in that sound healing show, but we did get into the sophagol, how do you say that? Sophagol, how do you say that word? The uh, sophagio? Yes. Thank you. What she yeah. said, scale frequency music. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about the binaural beats, but cymatics is this a study that was started by Hans Jenny in the 1960s. He wrote a book called Cymatics where he conducted experiments with paste, powders, and liquids into lifelike flowing forms, which mirrored patterns found throughout nature, art, and architecture when exposed to high-frequency sounds. All of these patterns were created using pure tones, like wave vibrations, within the audible range. He was able to create a physical representation of vibration or how sound manifests into form. And you can even try this. You can sprinkle sand on a metal plate 
and vi or a vibrating plate, for example. And if you draw a violin bow along the edge, the sand will then form itself into standing wave patterns like simple circles. Or sometimes, depending on the high frequency vibration you expose it to, it will even form naturally into mandala patterns. Now, there's all this cool research on, on Hertz. And I just came across this like really weird article, Denise, that said 440 Hertz dampens the creative mind and it's said to keep the masses calm and under control. Ooh. And many conspiracy people say that it was set as the official scale for modern music. Oh, my. I know. And we know about Dr. Emoto's work. He exposed water to many of these different frequencies. And then he froze the water and then took photos of the frozen water with a high-powered lens. The water that was exposed to high frequencies exhibited beautiful patterns, but water exposed to low frequencies like that found in heavy metal music looked polluted and sad. And so if our body is over 70% water, then what are the frequencies we listen to doing to our body? It's just an interesting thing to think about. And there's all, I mean, you can Google this, like if you listen to 396 hertz music, it helps alleviate guilt. 417 hertz is releases trauma. 528 hertz is the natural frequency of the earth. Um, one that I really liked was 852 hertz awakens intuition. And 963 hertz restores the spirit to its original settings and connects us to the light source. And as we mentioned in the, the previous show, you don't just get to listen to one 30-minute blurb and say, oh my gosh, I'm healed, it's great. It builds up. Yeah, you can listen to it while you're sleeping. You can play it softly in your office while you're working. You can listen to, if it's binaural beats, you should listen to that in a headset. So another tip you can think about is avoiding negative news. Just take a break from it. You don't have to have every bit of news going on in your ears and in front of your eyes all the time. The world won't end if you aren't up to date on every current event. I do have a new podcast. Well, it's new to me. It's not new to the world that I really enjoy. It's called The Skim. And they just do like a 10-minute overview of the news highlights. So oh. something that I've been doing, Denise, is I will not look at the news for like three or four days at a time. And then I'll just listen to the skim and see what I missed. And if there's a story that really intrigues me or I just want to learn more about, I'll just research that story. But rather than just putting the news on in the morning or reading it every mm -hmm. single day, I've, I'm in this new pattern of taking three or four whole day breaks from it. You know, sometimes you'll hear something and it'll just keep coming back to you over yeah. the course of several days. And I was listening to this man speak and he said, he was talking about judgment. And then I listened to something else like three days later and there's the judgment thing again. But both of these people brought up the fact of if you're getting on social media and buying into, or, or with the news example, but you're seeing something that doesn't, agree with your point of view or your political stance or whatever it might be and you're getting enraged and you're getting judgmental and you're you're being who that person is you're judging in a lot of ways because you're throwing judgment at a situation rather than does, that came out convoluted but does that make any sense yeah it does and i think it just all of news is is created to sell and what sells is fear and so 
I think we have to also look at the news and think, is this even news? Do we have to know that someone was murdered 14 states away? I'm not saying that victim doesn't need to have their story told. I'm just saying for our energetic vibration, is that news for us? I am. Um, when I had taken the year leave of absence and I really worked on my attitude and then I went back and I said to someone I worked with, I've made this pact with myself. If I say something judgy or negative, I have to come up with, I think I had said at the time, five positive things to counteract that negativity. And the person I was speaking to very sarcastically said, yeah, well, good luck with that. And I, I didn't follow through with it, but that just popped into my head. I think that that's a good way to look at this. And I am incredibly, incredibly selective about the news because I, um, my, my heart is, is all the empathy, love, prayers for Australia right now with the fires. And I think the world is trying to come together. Firefighters are coming from around the planet to try to help out. I physically cannot watch those pictures. I, no. I can't. I know no. it's happening. I'm sending love and healing. I'm praying. But I cannot sit and be inundated with that visual. It's, it's too much energetically. Here's, here's where I don't like the judgy aspect of news. I don't like people who talk about the news and complain about what's going on in the government and politics. Even in Australia, they'll be judgy about that. And then they don't do anything about it. Right. You know, if you want to complain, run for city council, you know? And so I've been looking at what's going on in Australia, and I found this wonderful Facebook page. I think it's called the Artist Guild Crafters. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. But if any knitters, crocheters, or sewers, they are in desperate need of little um, hand-sewn bags for the joeys that they have been rescuing. Mm -hmm. And they are in need for little crocheted and knitted nest for all of the birds. So my youngest daughter, I have taught her to crochet. And she has a really good little adorable friend who crochets. And the three of us spent Saturday night making bird's nest. Oh, it was I very fun. That. Yeah, and it was like something you can do. So my whole thing is if you're going to watch the news and it's going to bring you down or you're going to get all judgy and weird about it and pick sides, try not to do that and just think, okay, what can I do to help this situation? And I can't tell you, we have talked so many times on this show and I've done countless episodes on this on my other podcast, Psychic Teachers, the power of your prayer is an action. Right. If you just lit a candle every day for the people in Australia, if you just lit a candle for the people in your own neighborhood, you know, I really do believe in that saying, think globally, act locally. Yes. But if you I just do. light up your own corner of your world with good actions, good thoughts, and positive prayer, that's taking action towards helping this. But to just sit on your couch and stew and watch, that's not helping anything. And it's not raising your vibration. Not at all. Oh, Another oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say about this real quick before I forget. One of the people that I listened to, this ties in with that judgment part, he said, if you're talking about raising your vibration and you're not looking at someone else's vibration matching yours, you're being in a judgmental place of that. He, and he was talking about new agey metaphysical type people being, you don't, don't think because you're raising your vibration, you're any better than anyone else. And I loved exactly. that. Exactly. I like that too. 
I like that too. We have to see everyone with that same compassion if we want to keep our vibrations up. That's not easy, but it can be done. Right. Another great tip is to get outside. Now, we all know, we've read the studies, we need 10 minutes of direct sunlight a day. You can take a vitamin D supplement. You can get vitamin D and, and milk and things like that. But really what studies that I have read have shown is that the best way to get that vitamin D is with 10 minutes of direct sunlight a day. I know we're in the middle of winter and some of you are dealing with snow and ice storms, but even if it's just a 10-minute sit on your deck when the sun is shining for those few hours a day, take advantage of it. Go for a walk, ride a bike, leash up your dog, head off to the park, or just sit outside in your yard and look up at the sun. But try to get that nature, that outdoor, those beautiful ions in the air, try to get that into your energetic vibration. Yes, so, so important. And another way to help, you make sure you're drinking enough water. It flushes the toxins out, but it also keeps you energized and energetically clear and one of my sons is so funny because no matter what he has you know he's not feeling well he's over he'll say hmm i think i just need to drink more water that's oh and we laugh about it it goes back to what you had said about we're 70 percent water it keeps its brain functioning it's physical functioning it's joint mobility it's all all systems do better if you drink enough water yeah, I read this article by a woman who decided to challenge herself to drink a gallon of water a day for a month. Now, I don't think I could do that. That's a lot of water. Right. But it was interesting to watch her little online diary of how she progressed so amazingly. Her energy levels went up. Her um, blood pressure went down. She slept better. She lost weight. Like All these, all these positive things happened. Now, getting plenty of sleep is also really important to keeping your vibrations up. We know how important sleep is. If you can, try to go to bed at least 30 minutes earlier than you normally do each day for, for a week, you will start to feel so much more calm, peaceful, and connected to yourself. Create a positive morning routine. Denise, you're really good at this, and you have inspired me to try to be better at this myself. But if you want to keep your vibrations up, try starting the day with something that makes you happy because this sets your tone for the whole day. You can begin your day with yoga stretches, a prayer, reading poetry, or a happy book of introspection. You can journal, take a morning walk, or even just watch a happy, uplifting show. But just try to come up with a routine each morning that you actually look forward to. Have you ever seen that, that show, What the Bleep Do We Know? It's a movie from yes. a while back. Okay. It's on like Amazon and Netflix, I think. But there, there's this little clip where it shows the woman get up and she's snoozing the alarm and snoozing the alarm and now she's late for work and she's pulling on her hose and there's a big tear in it and she's swearing at the tear in her hose as she's looking for different ones and then she goes to brush her teeth and the toothpaste is out of toothpaste and her whole day goes down from there. And haven't you experienced that in your own life where you'll wake up and three things go wrong and suddenly the whole day is crap? Yes. Yes. And the, the only caveat to this is, and I, I'm really locked into my, my morning time. There, there is strong coffee. There is writing. There is, you know, I take the dogs out. I feed the dogs. I am obsessed with that quiet start to the day. 
And when I have to like make a flight or get out the door really early and that gets screwed up, it throws me out of whack a little bit. Yeah. And we're it not does. talking hours. We're not talking like, oh, I sit in, in the absolute silence for three hours before I, no, no, no. It doesn't have to be that much of a thing, but it just know that if it, if the day comes where you're not able to do that, do the best you can. I, I do want to say to any young parents out there who have little kids, I was not able to do a positive morning routine when my kids were little because they would wake me up and it was go time. You know, it was changing diapers and feeding this one and nursing that one. And I did not, I, I don't know, I never could figure out a way to do a positive morning routine alone when I had little kids. But I would find a routine throughout my day. So I would still journal when they were napping or in that yucky sour hour time before dinner, I would promise myself I'd have a little, you know, peace and wellness after after dinner time. So if, if you're in one of those stages of life where you can't have a positive morning routine, try to have a positive routine, just a me moment throughout your day that you look forward to each and every day. Yes, good advice. Now, wearing or carrying a crystal is a great way to raise your vibration. Again, I think we've done a lot of shows where we've talked about the power of crystals. But for example, every crystal grows in a perfect lattice formation. And so when you wear or carry a crystal with you, its energetic vibrations send out a message to your body that helps bring it into alignment as well. I love clear quartz for this because you can ask a clear quartz to work with you in any way you want. So for example, you could wear a clear quartz necklace or bracelet or ring or just carry a, a piece in your pocket and hold it in your hand and say, please keep my energetic vibrations up, upbeat, positive, and protected today and every day. Thank you. But some other great stones for this are sunstone. It's said to carry the energetic vibration of the sun, so it's a very joyful, happy stone. Golden healer is really good for this. It's wonderful for self-healing. Pink opal is so good for nurturing and loving yourself. And rose quartz is great because it helps you feel love not only for yourself, but for everyone around you as well. Now, I don't know if you keep a gratitude journal, Denise. I keep a gratitude jar. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. When, when Oprah was telling everyone to make a gratitude journal, I just didn't want to do what everyone was doing. Do you remember that time years ago yeah. where everyone had a gratitude journal? Mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I, I have this rebelliousness in me. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because everyone's doing it. So I did a gratitude jar and I like it a lot because you just take a big, big old jar, whatever works, and you keep it in your kitchen, in your dining room. I keep little um, post-it notes by it. And I ask my kids to write down anything they're grateful for that day. Now they don't do it every day. They're teenagers, but they do it enough. I try to write one down every day. We put it in the jar and what is really cool is on New Year's Eve, we go through that jar and we read them at, a, at dinner. And it's amazing how many joyful moments you will forget throughout the year until you sit down and read through that jar. So it's just a really good reminder that there is some good in every day and in every year. I always made that part of when the boys were little, part of the, the night ritual for them to go to bed. We'd read stories, you know, they'd have baths, they'd do all this stuff. And then, you know, when they were a little bit older, I would ask them, well, what are you grateful for today? 
and even if you're not writing them down and putting them down, always putting it out to the universe that you're grateful and thankful. So avoiding a traffic, finding a parking space, that your your family is healthy. If you it it's a habitual thing that once you start doing it, it just becomes who you are, not what you do. Exactly. And it's incredible. It's incredible for shifting so many aspects of your life. It's life changing. Been grateful. And now we move on to our body, moving your body every day. You can walk, try Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, or just dance in your kitchen while you're cooking dinner. Listen to happy, uplifting music. Create a playlist that's filled with happy, fun music that you want to dance to. Or just do a sun salutation in the morning. And, or just stretch. You know, Just move your neck and your shoulders and try to touch your toes. Any type of movement in your body is going to lift and raise your vibrations and help your energy flow better. And the importance of eating good food, eating live food, eating uh, salad, veggies, fruit. And you had put in the notes that a recent study in England proved a, an apple a day can keep the doctor away. And people who ate two red apples a day not only lost weight, but they also reduced their cholesterol and blood pressure. That, again, goes back to what we had talked about earlier in the show of your body being so sensitive to, as, and I think as empathic people, the more you tune into your sensitivity, the more you tune into who you are and, and how you, what your vibration and frequency is, your body will let you know if you're eating something that you shouldn't be. And not necessarily with a digestive tract, but you may be, feel denser. You may feel, you, you may feel thicker. You may feel like you don't have as much motivation or movement. Some people say, I can never eat uh, animals or red meat, I can't, it just, I, I have to have a, the vibration of a vegetarian or a vegan diet. Other people who are omnivores, but they pay attention to, so we talked about this last week of the sugars. Do I love sugar? Yes. If I moderate it, I can have it. If I eat too much of it, I have pain. You make an, a conscious choice. Is it worth it? So Is it I think, worth it? That's so true. And, and the live foods, though, they, because, you know, they've done this where I was talking to someone recently in a reading about how she, she was explaining how she was seeing ores, and, but she wasn't seeing the colors. And then she said, well, sometimes I'll see it around plants or I'll see it around. And I said, well, everything has an aura, even something that seems inab inanimate, like a rock. A rock has a frequency. It's just so much slower than, than a human or a dog or a plant. But so you're eating that frequency of, and that's why a lot of people insist on the um, organic, not only because of the pesticides, but because of the frequency of the plant and the way it was raised. You know, my mom used to joke that I was a bird. She was like, I should have named you little birdie. Cause when I was a kid, all I wanted to eat was fruit and nuts and seeds. And I would just gorge on blueberries and raspberries and strawberries and any, any nut and seed to this day, I just love. And so this year, well, in 2019, I was like, you know, if that's what I, my little child body was telling me I needed, I need to go back to that. So, cause I've kind of avoided cashews and walnuts and pecans because we read, you know, they're so fattening. So, and I was usually focusing just on almonds, but I was like, you know, I really love me some cashews. So I just started eating more nuts and, and I always eat a lot of berries and trying to focus on more healthy live foods throughout my diet. And now I still bake, I still eat sugar, but when I do, I feel this, that heaviness you were talking about in my stomach in a way I never felt when I was baking on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think if you give yourself permission to eat more live foods, you'll start to feel how you know, processed sugars and fats really make you uh, feel heavier. And I don't mean that in a weight way. I just mean that in an energetic way. Right. We'll try to remember, I'll make a note while we're talking to post that a link to that study. It was just done in England and they, they did it on a lot of people and they had them eat an apple in the morning and an apple in the evening. And even the doctor said they were surprised at the huge health benefits of just two apples a day. Mm-hmm. Now, our next tip is to take a weekly salt bath. I am forever telling people to do this. It scrubs your energetic field clean. At least once a week, take one cup of Epsom salts, a half cup of sea salt, mix it together and pour it in a bath. Soak in that bath for at least 20 minutes. If you don't have a bathtub, do you know that's like the new thing, Denise, is to build houses without bathtubs? Yes. It makes me sad. Yeah, my friend's a realtor and she was looking at my house and she was like, that tub in your master bath is so 80s. I'm like, but this house was built in the 90s. So if you, if you are super cool and trendy and you don't have a bathtub, that's fine. You can simply make that mixture, the salt and the sea salt, the Epsom salt and the sea salt, and mix it together and use it as a salt scrub all over you in the shower with the water off so that you can really let that salt get into your skin and then rinse it all off. And as you're rinsing it off, visualize all negativity going down the drain. Something I like to remind people, if you are an athlete, you'll remember your coach would have you soak in an Epsom salt bath to soothe your muscles because the Epsom salt bath, it's used as a laxative, but it's also used to help sore muscles because it pulls pain out of the body. Well, something it also does is it removes energetic pain from our body. So I can't say enough about the weekly salt bath or salt shower. And the next one, I know everyone's going to roll their eyes, but meditate. If you just take five minutes a day to stop, slow down, and tune in, you will see how truly life-changing this is. You can listen to a guided meditation. You can sit in a relaxed position for five minutes while focusing on your breath or a mantra. You can do the rosaries. You can do the mala beads. There are so many different ways to meditate that doesn't require you to take a class or go on a retreat or read a book. It's very, very simple. I think too many of us overcomplicate it. Another way to raise your vibration is to do something creative. Just fun. It doesn't have to be I'm doing something creative to start an Etsy store or I'm doing something creative. Bake, play with clay. For me, it's right. Some people want to draw. Some people want to dance. Anything that is going to just kind of shut that other part of your mind off and let you enjoy being. Because that's another little kid thing as well. Yeah, we had someone in our town a couple of years ago started something on Facebook called 910 Rocks. It's our area code. And you can, what she inspires everyone to do is just take rocks that you find around your house or at the beach or by your creek and paint them and put an inspirational, uplifting saying on it. And then on the back, you would write 910 Rocks FB so people would know to take a picture and post it on Facebook. But the whole goal is just to spread positivity. Oh, I love that. And it's such a fun thing to do. And you can just paint some rocks and just leave them around. And it's, it's a really fun thing to do with your kids if you guys are parents. But it's just as fun to do it by yourself. And then when you're at the Walmart, you're at the mall, you're at an office, you're, 
wherever you are, you can just drop a rock and people find it and it, it kind of gives them a little boost to their day and it gives you a boost knowing that you're using your creativity to spread some kindness. Um, go earthing. This is a new term and I use that with sarcasm. <laughs> Everyone's talking about earthing. There have been books written about earthing and blogs written about earthing. It simply means grounding your energy. When you walk around barefoot, you feel more connected to the earth and your own energy grounds, calms, and centers. So try to take your shoes off around the house. Try to walk around your yard without any shoes on and really connect your energy to the earth. Now, I went to a conference and I was talking to a lady and she said, well, how was your, and I said, I slept terrible. I always sleep terrible in hotels. And she said, you need a grounding mat. And I said, what are you talking about? And this was at a, a thing for mediums. And she said, well, Google it. And she had heard from this woman. So you plug this sheet or grounding mat in and you put it on. And I, I got one for home and I'm not, I don't, I'm not an affiliate for this link. It really worked. It helped me get to sleep early, uh, easier. I woke up without any pain. I slept more soundly. And you just plug it into the grounding outlet in your, and put it under your sheet. Or you can put, there's a different ways you can use it. There's research behind that. So again, it's the same thing as the earth thing. It's about getting grounded. Because I think we do that when we're, this all ties together. A lot of times when, when you're meditating, you can picture, you always get grounded. We get grounded before we do um, readings. We get grounded before. So I think there's a lot of validity to this one. I do too. Even just going out in your yard and pulling weeds, or if you live in an apartment, planting a little herb container garden, all, mm -hmm. that will help ground your energy. Touching a tree. I'm not recommending we all become tree huggers, but there is something to just being connected to nature and feeling that connection to the earth around you. And you just made a really good point. It's not about being out in the woolies. You can bring nature into your home. You can bring it into your office. You can bring it into your vehicle. There's ways. There really are. Even if you're in the bright lights of a beautiful city. <laughs> Do something just for you. Get a manicure. Treat you and a friend to dinner at a new restaurant. Buy that tool you've been eyeing at the hardware store. Say no to something you don't want to do this week. Plan a vacation, even if it's just on a Pinterest board. I do that all the time, Denise. It's super fun. In short, commit to yourself and your own happiness. So really make you a priority each and every week. That's going to raise your vibrations, but it's also going to send a reminder to the universe that you're ready to receive more abundance and more good things. Perfect. Now, the next one is enjoy a 30-second hug. Um, and that's wonderful, and it does release the endorphins, but a lot of people are isolated right now, or a lot of people don't want to be touched. Uh, one thing to consider is if you don't have someone in your life to hug, you can hug yourself. You can hug your pets. You can hug your, I mean, I, I'm, I like to hug people, um, but I also respect when people don't want to be hugged. Yeah, I do too. But yeah, so many studies are showing that it has to be a 30 second hug. That's kind of a long hug. That is. It could be very uncomfortable. So it, I think a 30 second hug is probably with a close loved one, but you're right. Studies also show hugging our pets, petting them, spending quality time with them releases the same endorphins. Right. So that, that sense of, you know, interaction and connection. 
Now this next one is kind of like the meditate one. People are gonna roll their eyes. Clean and declutter your home and your office. This is going to do so much to clear the pathway in your life to lift your vibrations. Clear out your emails, your texts, your computer files, declutter your wallet, your purse, purge out your closet, even clean out your garage. But just commit to spending a Saturday morning, every Saturday morning for one month, to really decluttering your life. You will be so happy to have done this. And you also help a lot of people in the, mean, in the meanwhile. You can donate all this stuff to people who really need it. Every little tiny bit help. If you're looking at your closet and you're saying, oh, this is overwhelming, take five things, throw them in a small bag, get them out of the house. When you get things physically out of your space, it raises the vibration. It might be that you recycle your stuff, you clear out that space. It can be that you, we have a free room at our transfer station. So every time I go to bring the trash there or enter recycle, I always bring something that I'm not using or wanting and I, I drop it off in the free room with the premise of someone else will probably get the use out of this that I'm not. Could I sell it? Yes. Am I in a place where I have to do that? No. And I'm very grateful for that. But I'm really big on just releasing stuff so that new energy can come in. Yeah. And if you have a hard time letting go of stuff, you can just take some clothes or books or games that you haven't looked at in a while, put them in a box and leave them in your garage or leave them in a closet for a month or three months. If you don't think about them in that time, then you, I can get rid of this. I, I'm ready to purge this. Right. Now, Amazon is doing something. If you order a lot from Amazon and you're feeling guilty about the carbon footprint in the boxes, you can put some of your donations into an Amazon box, go onto your account, print a label, and they will donate it for you. I haven't tried that yet. I just read about it, so I'm not sure. Um, you know, I might get some emails saying that's not politically whatever. I don't know, but I just read about it. It looked like a good idea to me. So another great thing to do is to buy a plant. Plants are hardworking little helpers, and they will work really lift and raise the vibration of your home. And you can Google like best plants for the energy vibrations in my home because there are certain ones that are recommended. You always want to check, is this plant going to be toxic to my pets? But you can look at the best plants for your home. And, and having a live thing in your house or at your desk at work is really a great reminder to just connect to the earth as we were saying, but also they work to clear out the toxins and similar, those Himalayan salt lamps do a great job of doing that as well. And the broadleaf plants, philodendron broader leaf plants are great for clearing the energy. Yes, and they're very easy to grow. Yes. Uh, random act of kindness. We all have that one down because we're empaths and we're kind and we want everyone else to feel better too. Now, this one, that take a picture every day for a week of three things. Do you do that? I, I will do that when I'm feeling like everything is not going great in my life. I will remember this little tip and I will do that. If so, if you're having one of those moments of like, everything sucks in my life right now. Try this every day for a week. Take a picture of three things or people that made you happy that day. And then at the end of the night, when you're writing in your gratitude journal or putting notes in your gratitude jar, you can scroll through that. And it's just a really nice reminder of, again, there's something beautiful in each and every day. Mm -hmm. I now, agree with you. 
Another thing you can do for three days, so, you know, we just talked about not watching the news for three days, taking a picture of something that makes you smile for three days. Another good one, and I challenge people to try this, it's harder than it sounds, don't complain for three days. Take a break from complaining, complaining about yourself, complaining about other people, listening to other people complain. Take a break from that as much as you can for three days and see how much you actually are complaining where you're not even aware of it. It's right. a habit. And it's dense. Complaining is a dense energy. Yeah, it is. It is. And our last tip is to practice spiritual tithing. Give back to someone that helped increase your positive vibes this week. Did a babysitter save the day for you this week? Get her a gift certificate to her favorite store. Did a coworker make you laugh after a bad day? Take them out to lunch. Did your neighbor take your garbage bins out when you forgot? Bake them some muffins to say thank you. So I know a lot of you go to church or temple or synagogue every week, and you are probably tithing there, which is great and fine. But consider this spiritual tithing, which is in addition to giving to a religious organization. This is where instead of giving you know 10% of your weekly income to your church, you give back to who or whatever fed your soul this week. I try to do this every week in really small ways. So I'm not talking about, you know, you got to spend money or get a bunch of gift cards to Target. You can do it in really small ways. But it reminds me that people around me are making a difference, that people around me are supporting and helping me. And it's just a really good way to stay mindful and keep your vibrations up. Yes. Those are all beautiful, beautiful, beautiful tips. So we hope this has given you a lot to think about. These aren't by any means all the tips you need to keep your vibrations high. I'm sure there are so many other wonderful, great ones. We just thought these were some jumping off points to get you all thinking as you embark on your new year. I think it's important whenever we start a new year, whether it's a calendar year or our birthday year, I truly believe that an energetic vibration gathers around us like, a, like an amplification where the universe pauses and says, okay, what are we working on now? And you want to, when the universe pays attention to you, you want to have your vibration as high as possible so that you can manifest what is truly meant for you and what is in your best interest. And if you're going to allow yourself to be pulled down by the normal crap of life, your dog pooping on the kitchen every day, <laughs> your boss whining at you and nagging at you, a disaster happening with your dinner when you're trying to cook a new recipe. It's those little things, I think, that wear us down almost more than the big ones. But if you practice these tips that we've talked about today, you can really breeze through those things that pull you down and laugh at them and use them to lighten your mood rather than weigh you down. That's a beautiful way to end this because laughing is a great, great way to instantly raise your vibration. Find the humor in it. Yeah, find the humor in it. Find the humor in yourself and just laugh at it because really sometimes what else can we do? Mm -hmm. So if you have other tips that we didn't mention that you'd like to share with us, please let us know. You can email us, enlightenedempaths at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook, Enlightened Empaths, 
we are there and we are active. So please feel free to reach out to us at that community as well. Don't forget, Denise and I have a free webinar coming up. If any of you are interested in taking our Mediumship 101 class, you can join us for our free Mediumship webinar where we're just going to talk about what you can expect in that class, how a webinar with, with us works, and ask us any questions that you want to ask us about the webinar. You can find links to that on my website, samanthafay.com, and you can check out our Mediumship 101 classes at both our websites. Denise's is thegratefulmessenger.com. We hope you guys have a wonderful, happy week filled with lots of positive, bubbly vibrations. As always, don't forget to show up, do great work, and share your light. Take care, everybody. Bye.